going on everybody welcome into another edition of the daily energy newsbeat stand up here on this gorgeous monday july 3rd 2023 as always i am your humble correspondent michael tanner coming to you from an undisclosed location here in dallas texas joined by the executive producer of the show the purveyor of the show and the director and publisher of the world's greatest website energynewsbeat.com Stuart turley my man how we doing today this beautiful day in the neighborhood. Look, it's not hot. I mean, I'm not sitting there with my armpits baked down in Texas. This weekend was a little bit chiller than it was last week. So hopefully we survived the worst of it. But unfortunately, I think the worst the, the worst is yet to come. Aircott's not out of the woods yet. So I had no I had no blackouts, but you never know. Aircott's not out of the woods yet. We have a packed show for you. I was booming stories left and right to try to get us under here. Clear theme of the first three stories. We're going to fly over to Russia. First one, we've got Putin's grip on power. Ooh, spooky. Next up, Putin wisely suggested that Russia emulates Modi's Make in India initiative. Great insights as Russian buys 46% of its earth as India buys 46% of its oil from Russia. This is a random guy on Substack, Andrew Korboff, um, a geopolitical analyst out of Russia. Uh, we actually do love his stuff, though. So he's oh, a great article. And then sharp. finally, to round out our Putin extravaganza, a geopolitical evolution, Russia's rebellion, and a return to a gold-backed currency with bricks. So spooky. Stu will cover what's going on with the latest on Putin's 2024 campaign as well. He will then flip it. Um, over to the United States, and we will cover White House reportedly signals openness to manipulating sunlight to prevent climate change. This is not a hoax, folks. This is a real headline that we will cover. It'll make you airsick, as Stu would say. Um, next up, he raised millions to turn manure into green energy. It was all <laughs> a load of cow dung. This is a uh, a very interesting story. Um, that uh, we found out of the L.A. Times um, in terms of uh, a, a classic Ponzi scheme. Um, so we, we, we love that. Um, Stu will then kick it over to me. I'll cover what's going on in the oil uh, markets. We saw oil trading uh, up and above 7045 to close out the trading session, um, which is great to see. Oil does look to open a little bit higher as we record this Sunday afternoon. Uh, we did see rig counts and an interesting EIA outlook that I will cover. Um, before we dive into all of these stories, again, visit us on the world's greatest website, www.nr.com. EnergyNewsBeat.com, the best place for all of your oil and gas and energy news. Stu does a great job of curating that website, making sure it stays up to speed with everything you need to know um, in the energy and geopolitical um, energy space. Dashboard.EnergyNewsBeat.com, the best place for all of your data and energy combo. Get it while you still can. Definitely go behind a paywall. Um, hit the description below for all the links to the articles we're about to talk about. Stu, start us off. Where do you want to begin? Are we flying to Russia? Are we there? We're yet? flying to Russia, baby. You know, go over that airspace very carefully. <laughs> yeah, luckily, we're with you. Luckily, we're with Putin's 2024 campaign manager, so we're oh, safe. Yeah. Um, okay, Putin wisely suggests that Russia emulate Modi's make in India's initiative. Great insight as India buys 46% of its oil from Russia. Michael, this is from Andrew Corbio, and uh, he is the random dude on Substack. I just think it's pretty funny. Uh, he's got a following, and he's got a different opinion. I don't agree with everything he says. However, he is pretty good. He is looking at it from the Russia side of things. Let's take a look 
India has making is making a very important thing to make their own things in India. Putin went, and I'll read some of this here in a second, some of the key points. He went, that's not a bad idea. Let me start making things in there. Another piece of this puzzle is China is shutting down graphite for the EU. Mm So that's in a different article. But what's happening is people are building their own stuff in their own countries. Wow. This is the global economy and global market is disintegrating. So uh, our friends in India and our big friend, Prime Minister Narendra Modi, launched the Make in India initiative several years ago. It is truly impressive effect on the Indian economy. It would do no harm to emulate what is working well, even if it was not us, but for our friends who created it. Michael, with India mm-hmm. buying in rubles, 46% of India's oil is a boatload of oil. I mean, that's a super That's a lot of oil. That's a lot of oil. Cash flow is going to Russia. Russia is going to do that. Last year, India grew twice what uh, the percentage that China did. India is now the biggest uh, market in the world. Well, and no, then no, no, no. The, India is the fastest growing economy the, in the world. Fastest growing. Uh, they're at 6% and China was 3 But they're approaching China's. So well, they're I'm, approaching. They're the newest, biggest emerging market. They're what China was 25 years but, ago is what people claim. You know. Yes. They're the world's fifth largest economy and on pace to become its third largest before the end yep. of the decade. That's the correct way to phrase that. So three, uh, China was 3.3% and uh, it was 66 in India. Modi uh, precisely foresaw the importance of uh, prioritizing domestic industrialization more than a decade ago, long before the U.S.-Chinese trade war. Years and years ago when I was working for Intel. I always question why Intel was building plants in China, because you knew that you you were never going to have a safe product over there. Hello, McFly. I mean, good grief. Even I'm smart enough. And I went to Oklahoma State University. Where's the shirt here? There it is. Yeah. Okay. Yikes. All right. What are your comments? Well, here's 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 my thing. If I think India making India great. What are they? They seem to just be buying all their oil from Russia. I see that they're the the idea of make in India. Great. Or make in Russia. If this is what Andrew Corball or or Clybor is, is, is saying here's Russia needs to. They're going to make in Russia. Good luck. The United States discovered it's tough to do that. If we we were able to do it cheap, we would do it in America. Well, here's the the reason China can do it is because they. Allow the closest kids. thing we have. To, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they abuse kids. So, I mean, exactly. So, yeah. is uh, that what it takes to what, make it in yeah, India well, or make it in Russia? What does Hayantonson mean? No idea. Beat the kid until he quits working. Okay. Okay. That's what that means. Okay. So, I guess what I'm saying is so, I guess I'm a little bit like, okay, great. This is what this guy wants to do. This guy, this guy. So, this guy's advocating child sl- slave labor, I guess. I mean, no, he's what's not. What's he want? No, he wants Russia to take the money that's coming in from India. Sanctions don't work. And they're going to start building all of their own things within Russia as many as they possibly can. 
That's the point. But, just, but how do you get those things made? You start somewhere, Michael. Okay, I get you. I get you. Okay. But we see what the end product looks like. I guess that's the the interesting part is we're the, even the United States is sourcing off. You know, we don't have that issue well, here. We outsourced look. it to China. Let's take a look at the EU. Siemens over from uh, the EU, you know, they're they're one of the biggest uh, wind farm manufacturers in the world, and they lost one point seven trillion dollars last year. Oops. Well, guess what else just trillion? happened? Trillion? Trillion, or is it billion? Billion. billion. What's okay? What's a few trillion between friends? Billion. Say like that's okay. A, that's a that's, that's a rough okay. Stat well, that, no, that was uh, BlackRock. Thank you very much. Okay, but when you sit back and look, China is slapping down all the controls. I almost looked like Trump with my pinky out like that. That's terrible. Okay, Trump learned it from me. Okay, so when you when you sit back and look, China is now shutting down the graphite. Uh, production and mm-hmm. you can't make renewables without graphite. China is locking down the rest of the world on all this mm-hmm. stuff. You better make it at home and you better figure out if you can't make it at home, you better go back to bows and arrows and crayons and you better be able to do without. Well, I love me some crayons. All right, we're staying in Russia. What's next? Okay. Putin's grip on power. This one actually is also by Andrew. But it came in off of our zero edge uh, feed. So the zero edge, who we love, actually picked this one up. So, uh, you know, some random guy on Substack got picked up by the zero edge. I can't be all that. I'm not as dumb as I look. So the the items that we talked about last week is the Wagner Group. My opinion was that this was a false flag. My opinion was, I mean, Putin... His best, biggest, badass arm is the Wagner Group. Why would the Wagner Group do this other than to try to weasel out somebody trying to find out who his political opponents are within the the area? And that's what this brings out. He talks about that down here. So I'm not as dumb as I look. Uh, I love that one. Oh, I see. At the same time, here we go. At the same time, top influencers in the second have suggested yep. that President Putin colluded with Prigozhin to stage the so-called false flag coup to redeploy Ragnar to Belarus and expose internal enemies. Our enemies thus implying that he ordered the group's team to shoot down Russian pilots. It's unclear whether those who propagate this totally ridiculous theory actually believe it. But this innuendo is nevertheless anti-Russian to the core by hinting that its leader therefore committed treason too. Interesting. Interesting. So when you sit back and take a look at, uh, he also talks about uh, rivalry with the defense ministry. This is where he kind of brings it in down here. The paranoia that this was provoked and his delusions of grandeur after Wagner led uh, Russia to victory in the battle of Artemusk. Boy, I, I can't talk Russian. I, I can speak Japanese or Chinese, but yeah, yeah. Okay. He therefore functioned as the West's potentially destabilizing, useful idiot in history who sparked <laughs> civil war. Anyway, uh, I thought it was very uh, telling on that. Now, let's go on to the next one. Geopolitical evolution, Russia's rebellion and a return to gold back currency. Michael, you and I have been talking about bricks and gold and China has been buying gold like you wouldn't believe. Spooky. 
the number of increasing ra- uh, nations seeking to join BRICS brings into geopolitics into the spotlight. At the time of this writing, existing members who have applied to join and those expressed interest are a total of 36 nations with over 60% of the world's population and one third of global GDP. Holy smokes. And it's going to the gold reserve. This is just nuts. It's gaining speed. Let me read. I mean, in in an environment of continual money printing and an environment where countries are looking to move off the petrodollar, gold offers itself as an interesting alternative. Now, the issue is, do they want something maybe more liquid than that? Or do they go to a gold-backed currency that is specific to trading oil and gas, I, petro gold. Ooh, that's not a bad idea, dude. You're not as dumb as I look. <laughs> I'm not as dumb as you look. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. Uh, I like this quote in here. Before Wagner troops began their advance on Rostov and then on to Moscow last weekend, British officials had an extremely detailed and accurate picture of the mutinies plants. It was revealed yesterday the detail- details were shared by U.S. intelligence. And so that's why these articles are all in here. They're all intertwined. Bricks, Russia, false flag. I mean, this is my head's exploding with what's coming around the corner here. But clearly, Putin is no fool. He will realize the limitations of his mercenary troops. He has used the Wagner specifically to spread fear in eastern Ukraine. Like the French foreign legion of Beaujest Ayur, Wagner's recruiting ground appears to have been among jailbirds, criminals on the run, social misfits, thugs, goons, Antifa, and is a haven for psychopaths. (laughs) It is funny. But read down here farther. I mean, they talk about exactly what I brought up here. They say there's evidence that plans for a new trade settlement currency will be announced at the upcoming BRICS meeting in Johannesburg, August 22nd through the 24th. We will be covering that out or that BRICS meeting like a a fly on manure. Seriously. I'm putting, I'm putting in for my traveler right now to accounting. So I got to get there. Yeah. We got to get you down to to Johannesburg. Now, will this be gold back? Who knows, but it would be designed to ensure that it's reserve status did not give overriding power to one nation. Unlike the dollar bill. Right. What happened to the U S gold? I don't know. We probably sold There's it. nothing in Fort Knox. So it had to go somewhere. That's Is all. there actually nothing in Fort Knox. I've heard that rumor before. It went somewhere else, but that's a different conspiracy theory. Let's go on to the next one. Here. This one's good. This um, one's good. Which one? The House White House? Yes. Okay. Michael, the White House report signals openness to manipulating sunlight to prevent climate change. Really? Sinality is alive and well through the entire government, not just our beloved president. Following the EU on any energy or climate policy is a bad idea. 
Just take the California adoption of the German energy policies. Both are globally on the highest price for energy delivered to consumers and negatively impact the economies and consumers' disposable income. Honestly, is the cost worth it when China and India are destroying the environment? We're talking about the Biden administration releasing a report that they want to go into modification of the sunlight to try to lower um, the Earth's temperature. You've got to be kidding me. I mean, this is absolutely nuts. Yeah, what does it say? The White House Office of Science and Technology. I mean, that just, I bet you there's there's nobody brilliant in that. I, I can guarantee I know, I, there's nobody who knows a thing about science or technology. I wonder if Sam Brinkman or whatever his name is, who is out That's stealing uh, luggage, he's now in charge of it. <laughs> but they've shown that the team has been researching, quote, geoengineering methods to keep the sun rays from accelerating global warming. Oxford defines geoengineering as the deliberate large-scale intervention in the Earth's natural systems to counteract climate change. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. And then you take a look at uh, introduction uh, space-based approaches. What are they going to do? Hire SpaceX to go uh, put all of our trash out in space? It reads, this research plan focuses on improving an understanding of the potential impacts of SRM that is solar radiation modification rather than on technologies needed for deployment. Much of this research would contribute to our ability to understand basic climate processes and effects to human greenhouse gases, as well as an outcome of SRM. You know what this reeks of? What? Graft, corruption, and way to get money out of our taxpayer dollars. Do you tell me you're not into... One of the th- you're not into they, they they talked about this in the report. One of the options was stratospheric aerosol injection, otherwise known as SIA. I'm dead serious, folks. These are the same people who claim they're environmentally friendly, but now want to do stratospheric aerosol injection. I'm At on board with that. Cost? Let's let's do that. At what cost? Like here's what here's what we'll do. We'll kill all the whales on the solar farm with the. Uh, offshore wind then we'll take the blubber and we'll inject it into the sky so the blubber is then blocking the sun to counteract climate change it's a win win all around okay blubber boy uh i released Prague. uh let's see here dr patrick moore Okay, this is a great one. Dr. Patrick Moore released it today. Co-founder of Greenpeace discusses how oil saved the whales for the first time. His involvement was for the second time he saved the whales. And I think oil is going to save him the third time. Third time's the charm on this next one coming around the corner. A little plug for the EMB podcast. It was a great one. Uh, We're releasing the first one today, and it's already out there on energynewsbeat.co. He covered global whaling, baby seal clubbing, and trying to save humanity from nuclear proliferation and annihilation. I'm I'm like, uh, he's a cool cat. But he actually put his butt in a Zodiac and tried to save the whales. Hats off to Dr. Moore. Hats off to Dr. Moore. All right, what's next? All right. Yeah, you would eat the damn whales. All right. Yeah. Huh? I just want to I just want to do I just want to 
stratospherely inject them into the sky to save us from climate change. It's no big deal. That's all I want to do. You're killing me. You're killing me, my beloved millennial. Okay. <laughs> he raised millions to turn manure into green energy. It was all a, lo a load of cow dung. Now, this was like a Ponzi scheme you've never seen. It was on steroids, dude. Ray Brewer claimed he could turn cow manure into green energy, and he took millions of dollars from investors hoping to cash in. Federal prosecutors say it was all a bunch of, well, cow dung. When I was working with the Oklahoma School for the Deaf, Michael, for our podcast listeners, I'm holding up my left arm with hook'em horns, and I'm showing it to the screen. And then I'm holding out my right arm down below it. Michael, can you see this? Mm -hmm. Doing this? That is signaling for the deaf bullcrap. Okay. Yeah. So we now got to figure out one for cow crap using the school of the deaf. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, Brewer 66 lured in investors using forged bank agreements and contracts and doctored photos that made it look as if he was building uh, anaerobic uh, digesters at dairy farms across California. Prosecutors said the digesters, large machines that break down biodegradable material and turn it into methane, were supposed to be built in farms in Fresno, Kern, Kings, and Telluride uh, counties. <laughs> <laughs> they were going to receive 66% of all profits plus tax incentives from the sham, the company they thought would be able to sell green energy as the renewable energy credits uh, to other companies. <laughs> well, but this is the worst part. He sent forged agreements, making it look like he'd been approved for these loans. Um, he sent fake pictures um, showing these digesters under construction. To give you guys an idea, he used most of the $8.75 to buy a couple plots of land, a $3,500 square foot custom home, and a few Dodge Ram pickup trucks. Kind of weird. But it, I mean, this the guy's a complete scumbag. He attempted to evade um, authorities by moving to by moving from California and moved to Montana. Uh, upon his arrest, he attempted to tell them they had the wrong man, was like claiming to be in the Navy. I mean, dude's a class A scumbag. OK, oh, yeah. um, but uh, um, some investors did get their money back um, before the, the the IRS caught up and, 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 and the FBI caught up with them. But most of that came from new unsuspecting investors you know, pouring their money in. So, Ponzi! Yeah, I want to give a shout out to Deborah Wald. I absolutely love Deborah Wald and Green Lily. Uh, she's been on the podcast twice. And I mean, Green Lily can take uh, dung, city waste. They can do it right. They can actually do it. And they're real. People yeah. don't have to invest in these silly things. Anyway. No, 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 no. And all they promise you is 66% of the profits plus tax incentives. I'm just kidding. That almost sounds like some oil and gas deals that I know. <laughs> don't say that. Well, you got anything else? <laughs> no, man. Uh, launching scuds. Oh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, and and dive over into um, the oil and gas markets, guys. Um, we record this here about four fifteen on Sunday, so prices sit at uh, close last week at seventy forty five. Look to open a little bit higher, 70, 40, uh, 64. That's a 1.1% increase, again, from that Thursday to Friday rollover. Prices really over the past few days have, 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 have been bullish. We do settle higher. A few things really i think what's what's causing this we've obviously got the, the 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 lollipop from saudi arabia but really what we're talking about is a thought that maybe interest rates may not rise if 
the signs of the economy haven't gotten better, which they haven't. Inflation hasn't necessarily improved to the level in which the administration would like it, specifically the Federal Reserve. Things overall in the economy have shown to not necessarily be turning like they would want. So maybe there's a in and, and maybe, and this is again where you know you, you're talking about the sentiment on the street is maybe if the Federal Reserve might hold off these next two interest rate hikes, or maybe they'll push them, and maybe we'll get some relief in the short term. And I think that's the sentiment baking into what we're seeing on these numbers. Now, again, what's going to happen moving forward next week? Only time will tell. I think the interesting part is rig counts. We saw another week over week decline. This time, uh, I'm an eight down to 674. Um, that's dropped. That's down from 70. That's down over 76 rigs from last year. So it doesn't matter, Stu. Prices here, and this is what's interesting. People are saying, oh, $70, $70 oil, you should be able to make money. Not really, guys. Trust me. I sit here and crunch numbers day after day. $70 oil, it, it, unless you've got tier one acreage, folks, I'm going I'm to say something that's shocking. It's tough to find economical stuff at $70 oil. It really is. I mean, especially if you're having to go out and acquire some land. If you're having to do anything on the exploratory side, you're in trouble. You better have tier one acres that you can just slot in six well bores. But that's hard to come by. That's expensive. And now throw in a, you know, a, you know, a 10,000 foot Permian Basin lateral stew. It's going to run you 12 million bucks. 12 million add in this, you know, I mean, now you're talking about just the numbers can, as you said, the numbers can get a little bit incredible. So I think you're going to consistently see rigs continue to be on the downswing here. I wouldn't be shocked if we drop another 30 to 40 rigs if we see prices hang out where they are. Um, the EIA dropped a really interesting analysis in their kind of what I would call their um, this week in petroleum. Um, it dropped June 26th. Um, they, they, they talked mainly a little bit about inventory levels and, and, and a lot of what's going on is we're really below our five-year averages, which doesn't necessarily bode well going into the summer specifically for pricing. So that could be interesting to see what happens on the net on the gasoline front. So we will be watching that. Otherwise, fairly quiet weekend on 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 the oil and gas fronts too. I know we've seen a few, you know, we we've seen a few M and A's. We haven't quite seen anything in the past two weeks. We're definitely uh, we're definitely on the lookout. But uh, quarter three earnings are going to start, or excuse me, quarter two earnings are going to start here in the next couple of weeks. And this is your best place to stay up to speed on those. So uh, um, we will keep you updated. As we move into next week, Stu, what, what do you have as advice for people? What should they be looking at? What should they be thinking about? Do not smoke a firecracker. Okay. On July 4th, don't do that. Is Tuesday the worst day to have July 4th? Absolutely. Because most people, this is most people have to work tomorrow. Oh, most people do. I kind of like it because uh, all the years that I've had my uh, lake house, uh, all, all the locals stay away from the lake uh, on the fourth because all the people that don't know how to turn a boat, ski, the 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 all the the morons find the lake and all the locals go away. So I like the fourth on Tuesday. Okay, I like it because it keeps it keeps it keeps your leg good. Well, guys, we hope you have a great Fourth um, of July weekend. We're gonna be here. They're gonna be here Monday. We're gonna be here Tuesday, guys. We ain't going anywhere. We work for you, the people. So tune in to the Energy News Beat um, every week this week, guys. We're gonna let you get out of here though. Start your week for Stuart Turner and Michael Tanner, guys. We'll see you tomorrow, folks. Keep on grinding.